With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Crucial moment of the game. Here's McKenzie slicing through. Damian McKenzie. Throws it wide. Stevenson. Pops the ball back and field. Somehow McKenzie comes up with it again. Well, Damian McKenzie magic right at the end of this one. Coming for the Chiefs and they've got the advantage. Stevenson looking to cut the ball in on the Brumbies. Thompson wrapped him up. Retalis! And the Chiefs are into the final. Boy, they were made to work for it, though, by the Brumbies. 19 points to six. The Chiefs, rightly so, through to the grand final. They were hosted up against the Crusaders on Friday night. Put up an A-plus effort in bulldozing the Blues out of the competition and looking to make it another grand final win this coming weekend, the Crusaders. But they have to do it away from home against a side that they've lost to twice this year. This is SENZ Mornings with uh, not... Ian Smith, but Daniel McCarty, uh, as we talk Super Rugby semi-finals and the All Black squad announcements, uh, the first squad of the year. It is a, a World Cup year, of course. We are thrilled to welcome into the program former Chiefs uh, middle rower and uh, one of the very best to ever do it for the All Black 79 test matches, three World Cup campaigns, if I'm not mistaken. He is the one, the only Mr. Ian Jones, who joins the show this morning. Good morning, Ian. Yeah, good morning, Daniel. Good morning, listeners. Yeah, three three World Cups, no success though, mate. Um, but they had three cracks at it. Oh, dear. Oh, now the memories are coming know. flooding back for me, <laughs> Jonesy. I don't hate to think what it's like for you. I don't want to open those old wounds. And, and it's hard not to sort of forecast ahead with the All Blacks uh, announced last night. You know, in an ideal world, I think they do it after the final next weekend. But I, I know Ian Foster probably wants to get those who are not involved this weekend um, involved in a camp. But it, it would be nice to sort of, uh, you know, allow the Super Rugby semi-finals uh, to, to sort of shine because they were really enjoyable for different reasons. They were fantastic weekend of rugby. Look, mate, we're biased, you and I, Daniel. Rugby's our sport, and, and rugby's play that level. Both teams with the intent that they have, referees allowing the game uh, to play out the way it should uh, play out, um, both brutal uh, in, in different regards, but both of high skill, high speed, a high drama, of course, uh, you know, intrigued right to the end. So, yeah, great weekend of rugby. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and both teams, you have to say that both teams right throughout the competition, which should happen uh, come finals time, are, are, are there. Let's work backwards. Let's start off with game number two in Hamilton. The Chiefs 19 points to six over the Brumbies. Did you expect that much start, that much sort of fight away from home from the Brumbies? I always thought they were a bit of a, a different beast in Canberra. The game, of course, not in Canberra, but boy, those Chiefs really did have to, to battle throughout the 80-plus minutes. Yeah, it was physical. I was really, really proud, i got to say, of the Chiefs' effort. I could say, Daniel, I mean, that was a tough, tough encounter. Uh, weren't given much leeway uh, whatsoever. Um, you may be a little bit more 
kicking than they, they wanted or expected in the first 40 minutes, a la what they did against the Reds, but that kind of soon settled down, and I keep saying all the time, I, as soon as the Chiefs get two playmakers out there, Joshuani um, and Dan McKenzie, they really kind of do start to open things up, but it takes them all of 60 or the other day 70-odd minutes to be able to do that. But, boy, what a, what a physical, physical uh, encounter. Really, I mean, the, the Bumbies should be pleased with the way they played as well. And you, you kind of look at this competition, don't you, and think, why can't the Reds and the Brumbies do that week in, week out and really become teams of contention um, and, and, you know, plot their own course in Super Rugby? I mean, not, not doing these knockout games, but nevertheless, the, the Chiefs got the job done. A wonderful forward effort once more. Um, you know, yeah, brilliant forward effort. In fact, I think that's going to put them in pretty good stead this coming weekend as well. While I was impressed with the Brumbies to a degree, I always felt the Chiefs were still pretty much in control, though, and the way mm-hmm. they defended, they, they, it, it seemed to me that they weren't under all that much threat of conceding too many tries throughout. You know, being the proud Chiefs man you are, Jones, was that the case as you were watching it? Yeah, my stomach wasn't in as tight a knot as it has <laughs> been, I've got to say. <laughs> Daniel, in other games that I watched, I'm not a great watcher. Uh, you have no influence on the game sitting in your lounge, do you? Um, no matter how sort of invested you are in the game. But you're defensively brilliant. I mean, they're just in control there. Luke Jacobs in, in particular seems to be really controlling that, backed up by Sam Kane as well. Those two um, are brilliant. And the other guy defensively I thought was really, really impressive is Anton Leonard Brown. Hasn't been able to do much in the attack over the last couple of weeks, although his beautiful feet does get him over the game line. But those three in particular defensively, so the Chiefs were happy not to have the ball but then again, maybe they thought the Brumbies, um, with greatest respect, their, their attack was a little bit limited we know the Crusaders attack isn't limited uh, and the Crusaders get continuity get you know multiple phases, get front foot ball then the attack can punish you regardless of how good your defensive line is, so you know, once more, that, that breakdown, that go-forward ball, that battle, that game line, uh, so crucial. But, yeah, that semi-final win for the Chiefs really built on resilience, really built on uh, heart, desire, all those things we talk about with Chiefs, mana and defence. We have to acknowledge how good the Crusaders were on Friday night. You would have thought after six straight titles, whatever it may be here, Carmo, that, you know, they've got eight, well, 12 players out, I think, eight with international experience. You're thinking, surely they're going to have a dip in quality eventually in a, in a playoff game. They'll have a dip in quality, surely, eventually. This might be the night. But boy, oh boy. Uh, as Leon McDonald said after the game, the Blues coach, they didn't look very depleted tonight in the way they played, did they? Um, that was the well, most state the obvious quote of the year, I would have thought. Yeah. I was just so impressed with first of their intensity, even they did had that kind of speed, that hunger, that desire about it. Daniel, they were intense at everything they did, and their type five in particular were just kind of lethal. Now, to be fair, and I might be uh, wrong here, but I actually haven't seen a lot of the Blues this year at all. But I tell you what, gee, if you were, um, you know, on the board or part of that Blues team, God, you'd spend all the money in the world to get a front row, wouldn't you? they just kind of... Just absolutely blown off the paddock. Um, no physicality about them. The Blues front row in particular, but the type five not going past the ball uh, whatsoever. So tactically, 
uh, just didn't match the intensity of the Crusaders. So how, how good the Crusaders were and the domination of their type five and then, of course, their loose forward. But that just kind of flows into the whole, you know, the whole team, all based on the intensity of their type five and particularly their front row. They were phenomenal. I guess the question is, and, and this is what Chiefs fans are kind of trying to pin our hat to, and we know in sport it's really hard to continue to back up at that level week in, week out. I mean, regardless of the sport, uh, and, and rugby, we see it all the time, can the Crusaders match that intensity again two weekends in a row? I think that's the big question, mate. We talk about, you know, speed on attack, speed of ball, uh, but just, and I think you intimated at the top of, of your, your, your response, the speed of that defensive line, it looked frantic, but organised, if that makes sense, Carmo? Uh, hopefully you make sense of what I'm tr- trying to say there. Yeah, well, they were, they were just locked into what they had to do, right? They had to shut down the, the, the breakdown, firstly, of, of the Blues. Once they shut down the, the, the breakdown of the Blues, it was a slow ball, and then they just had that ferocious line speed just to sh- shut down and anyone else trying to do anything. But you know, regardless of we're talking at the club level, Daniel, or the elite level that we saw on the weekend, the domination of the game comes down to the domination of the breakdown. How is your type five going against the opposition's type five? Your type five can dominate the way the Crusaders did and towards the end of the game, the Chiefs did against the Brumbies. You get the advantage. You get that front foot ball. You get the speed of the ruck ball, which means your defensive line can't realign set. The Crusaders were having time to realign set and then just fly up at them, weren't they? So no matter how brilliant Bowden Barrett and the rest of that back line is it's very hard to do anything uh, when you're under that immense pressure but that means Crusaders number 123 knew their role, didn't do any more, didn't do any less just knew their role and I thought Cody Taylor um, big fan of him anyway but man he was awesome he was so good um, yeah. so you know it's going to be, be really interesting to see how niggly uh, Brady Retallick and, and his mates can be because you know, we know what Dane Coles has done to, to some of them. So, you know, Chiefs have to kind of, while well, their, their mind has to be on their job, uh, but there's got to be some niggle on Saturday night. There really has to be um, to, to kind of, because it'll be so intense. Chiefs start as favourites, right? Come, I think that's fair. They deserve it. They've won both games against Crusaders. They're playing at home. They start as favourites. Would you agree? Yeah, listen, I, I, look, people argue about Crusaders' away record in finals, and you, you have to acknowledge that. But once more, Daniel, um, regardless of the sport, uh, home advantage is a thing. You know, clearly, uh, the home team has been the best in the competition. That's why they have the home advantage. But it is a thing. So I'm kind of hoping... And I know we're going to get there because these Chiefs fans are absolutely on the march. We get the 22 or 25,000 rugby park holds in Hamilton. We absolutely make the difference on the sideline because it is a real difference. Um, so, yeah, let's get as, as tight and as feral as we can be for, for Chiefs fans. Uh, get along. Be the difference. And, and, and your team will absolutely appreciate uh, you guys getting out there in force. You really do make a difference, fans. I, I can't repeat it enough. Uh, you can make it uh, easier for your home side if you get right in behind them. Uh, former All Black great uh, Carmo Jones with us in Jones. Let's pivot to the All Black selection last night. I don't know if you want to go through this 
you know, section by section, or is there is there a top headline in the world of Ian Jones that sticks out more where, where, as you cast your eye across the first squad announced by Ian Foster? Not to be not to be um, not to be honest, I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's an all back squad, and I am I am absolutely thrilled mm. for for all the players, particularly thrilled for the, the debutants and the families of the debutants. Daniel, when you become an all back, it's not just you that actually becomes an all back; it's your family. Yeah. That, that have been part of that journey, immensely proud for, for the young men who get in there. So that's brilliant. Um, other than that, I'm kind of like you. I'm still in super rugby mode, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> and when those men um, take the pitch and start training, I'll be 100% behind Fozzie and the All Blacks. No doubt about that. But at the moment, my mind's on super rugby. My mind's on the Chiefs Crusaders this coming Saturday. I'm immensely you know, pleased uh, for the guys. Uh, I noticed uh, Luke Jacobson uh, is back in there. I think that's thoroughly deserved. That to Mighty Williams, I haven't seen a lot, to be honest, on the Crusaders uh, this year. I've only actually been watching uh, the Chiefs and Super Rugby, but boy, I was highly, highly impressed with him uh, the other, other night. So I'm pleased to see he um, is there and really looking forward to seeing him uh, where... Um, well, one or three. It looks like he can play both sides, can't he? But in the front row yeah. for the All Blacks. But once they, they, you know, let's let's get Saturday's final out of the way because that deserves uh, to be a standalone. Um, and, and let's hope that momentum, the intensity, the physicality for what we see um, in these Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs Crusaders, and some innovation because that's really what the All Blacks going to need this year, isn't it, Daniel? Some innovation. Uh, we have great players, um, they're the best that we can pick or Ian Foster can pick. Um, where's the innovation going to come from? Where's the difference yeah, uh, that, that the French, the Irish, the South Africans, the Australians haven't seen? Um, but we'll, we'll worry about that when, um, when it's uh, international season. Can I ask you about three Chiefs players? Uh, I think a lot of people, if, if they're playing at home, they've written out their own squads like some rugby nerds like to do, might have tripped up on the, the number of locks New Zealand have, have gone with, both Josh Law uh, and Tupuvai uh, making it, um, and also still room for Summer Penny Finau in the, in the loose forward mix. Such a big unit, isn't it? I think he's actually played some sort of rugby at lock in, in his time. But those three... Um, you know, how do you judge the performances in 2023? Let, let's start off with Summer Penny Finau. Yeah, well, he's he's an athletic for a start, isn't he? He's been absolutely athletic, so I think his, his fitness looks good, so he's, he's getting around the paddock doing what he has to do. Uh, defensively, been strong, so part of that unit with Kane um, and Jacobson, so I think that's going to help him out a lot, being comfortable around those that 7-8 combination with the Chiefs, so it'll be good if that combination becomes part of the all-back combination. His game line, I think, has been critical, so one of the keys to the Chiefs, is that game line like Takeo clearly is their number one, you know, guy to get them front foot ball. But Finau is a second cab off the rank, isn't he, to kind of keep that momentum going. And from that, Brad Weber can get quick ball, McKenzie, and they can do their thing. So yeah, I think that athletic approach uh, would, would put Finau in there. Josh Lord hasn't played a lot, unfortunately, in the game in New Plymouth, where he was for ten minutes the best player out there, bar none. Uh, he went off, so clearly they kind of know what he can do. Uh, he's a big man. Um, I think he's, he's mobile, so you know, very athletic as well. So that's good in there. And Pippa Vey, I really hope they keep him as a lock. I've, I've seen him just play lock this year. I think he's now, and you know, 
in my mind a couple of years ago that I swapped between six um, and four, and I was thinking this guy needs to get into his mind what position he's playing, but I really think in his head he's playing like a tight forward. He's um, in combination with Brody. They, they complement each other, working off each other really well. I think he's been one of the standouts, actually, I've got to say, for the Chiefs this year to evade, but as a lock, he's got it into his head. He's got the mentality of a tight forward. He's playing like a tight forward. Let's keep him uh, as a tight forward. So um, you know, I, hope, I hope that's the way the selectors go as well. Uh, but you'll be first about what remains this weekend. What will happen Saturday? It's been too long in Chiefs country, isn't it, Carmo? It's been too long. <laughs> well, 2-12, two, 2-13. Two two it's only been 10 years, Daniel. Yeah, only. Um, <laughs> only. Well, yeah, what's going to happen? Well, look, can, as I said before, can the Crusaders match the intensity that they put on the paddock last Friday? That is a big ask. But whatever intensity they come with, the Chiefs have to match it. So... The yeah. numbers at the breakdown, so fighting the breakdown is going to be crucial. Both teams trying to get some forward momentum. So, uh, Samasoni Takahau is a big key player for me, I think, uh, for the Chiefs. If he can get kind of momentum over the game line, sucking in some Crusaders players. Then Fenau, we talked about another one over the game line, sucking in more Crusaders players. When you kind of start bringing in people to the middle of the pack, you you create room on the outside, uh, and then McKenzie and Co can do their thing. So I think that's really key. Talked about it before. That double playmaker, getting Joshuani on, um, 30 to 35 minutes, pushing um, McKenzie out to the wing. Uh, that allows him to kind of pop up, um, but wider, uh, attacking some some you know uh, lower numbers, which has been brilliant at it, or playing that dual playmaker role where we saw him set up by his try on the weekend, I think that's going to be key. But, you know, on the flip side, mate, you're up against a, a team that want to honour the outgoing coach and, and a lot of the great players. They want to kind of shove it up, you know, the, the, I guess because the Chiefs are faithful at, at home to win away from home. Mm. What a amazing achievement that would be. So, I mean, if, if the Chiefs type five, and we have absolute faith that they can, can match... Because haters type five, then I'm, I'm going on home side. Carmo, treat to have you on the show. Enjoy the week. Soak it all up. I know you will. You'll live every moment of that final. Uh, <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it. Thanks so much. All the best, mate. Take care, mate. Take care. Bye.